Probably in even nicer weather. Yeah, slightly warmer climate. It's down spring training. Spring in Chris Tomino. Chris, what's the, the temperature where you are? Best guess, 84. All right. Okay. Not bad. All yeah. Right. 84, sunny. Um, it's the kind of weather that you get your work in in the morning, and then you get out of the building. And Brian Snicker's a big believer in sometimes less is more. What's really interesting about this place compared to Orlando, where the Braves were for like 21 years, um, the only thing they have in common is that the, the Braves are doing some activities <laughs> because Orlando was for a Disney place. It was small. It had no room. Their weight facility here is incredible. So what it really has lent itself to is there's a lot of strength and core work going on in the morning before they ever hit the field. They don't have to be on the field as long. As long as everybody understands, we get it done, we leave. And it it probably will be that type of camp all the way through, even when they start playing games. Don't burn a guy out. Make sure he's got his strength stuff in, his conditioning in. Play the game and leave. And I, and I think Brian Snicker's really intelligent in that way. So where are you in Florida? So this is Northport. This is the North one that opened a few years ago. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's... Uh, by Sarasota, okay. uh, Venice Beach. There's an actual Venice Beach in Florida, uh, El Dorado Beach. Do they work sort of out right in that area. at that Venice Beach or no? No, no. I haven't seen anything. Nobody's. I haven't seen anybody on rollerblades okay. Or, okay. or doing that. I can tell you this, though. Uh, five years ago, and this place got hit pretty hard by the storm. This area got hit yeah, so hard with yeah. the Tampa Bay Rays. They're not even in their facility, and they won't be this spring. They've actually moved up to Orlando and are going to play their games in the Trop uh, because their place really got devastated. This place had damage, but they got it all taken care of. I drove – so five years ago, the guy who runs this, Mike Dunn is his name, he sent me an aerial shot as they started to move dirt. And when I tell you guys, you couldn't see anything. There was nothing. There was no houses. There was no nothing. I drove down the main street that you would find the stadium on, and they're going to do an over-55 community, and that piece of land is huge. But there are two developments that they've already started. And I said, yeah, let me go see what, what's happening down here. Northport, Florida, buoyed by the Braves. I walked into a house. They told me it was $1.7 million. Mm. I couldn't believe it. I think the guy saw the shock on my face. I thought he was kind of kidding. Um, it, it is... Look, Florida, close to the beach. And, I mean, this is close to the beach. I get it. But this whole place, there are going to be thousands of houses down here, probably a couple of new hotels. And it really is because the Braves made a decision to spend about seven weeks down here um, every year. Hmm. I'll tell you what, it really doesn't matter how this interview goes the rest of the way. The fact that you just brought up a housing community that I could not move into currently right now just makes my day. I mean, it just makes okay. my <laughs> a little day. Bit of because I could, as I walked around those other two, I said, I really should be looking across the street at the 55-plus. How about this for something? We had a guy, Jared Schuster, on today. He's a Braves first-round pick in 2020. He was born in 1998. Me and the guy that I worked with oh, started my. working together in 1997. Yeah. We are older as a show than he is as a human being. Yeah. That there's a lot of that going see on what in my I mean? building too, man. See, <laughs> see what I mean? Like you've already made my day that you brought up a community I yeah. couldn't currently live in. And I 
I'm just so happy about that. That really makes me it's feel coming, young brother. again. I hate to tell you, well, oh, I feel good about yourself. Oh, look at me. I'm so this, I'm so that. It's coming. Oh, I and, didn't and say that I couldn't start you know. put, you know, putting the plans together and breaking ground here soon. But just today, I can't move into that community, and I'm very happy about that. So do they have the extra large pizza boxes uh, for bases at yeah. this new facility? Uh, yes. I think, look, I understand when you put it next to the old base, you know, and, and then you hear pizza box and you go, oh, no doubt it's bigger. No doubt. Uh, I think it's safer for first baseman. Hopefully it gives people more room. I, I almost look at in, in the game, everything has changed anyway. I, I think Jeff Passon said, I think it was Passon. I, I might be wrong. I think he said the integration of this rules package this year is the biggest thing that baseball has done since actual integration. He believes, and, I, and if you really think about it, wow. pitch, pitch clocks, hitters' clocks, bases, shift to no shift. And what is it we know? We don't usually go backwards. Like, nobody really, unless you're getting really nostalgic, nobody really goes backwards. The fact that they pulled the shift away and, and ruled it, like, it's not even like, hey, man, we're going to suggest. They actually ruled it. it. It really has a chance to be, certainly, I guess, shorter games, but I think more balls in play. Um, I I like it. I'm I'm sort of one of those guys who can be old school on a certain thing, but while the time thing hasn't bothered me as much as it's bothered other people, I kind of understand the baseball. How much actual baseball? You know, will this mean more bunts? I don't know. Will this mean more stealing? Probably. The two times over rule. Um, I, I think the good old fashioned ejection is going to come back. It's one of the things I'm excited about. I can't wait till the guy freaks out, flips his lid, uh, either a pitcher or a hitter who now all of a sudden in a big situation, uh, you know, doesn't follow the clock or steps off disengagement is what it's called on the mound, where a guy's not ready quick enough in the batter's box. All of a sudden he's got a strike called on him. I'm kind of hoping that this means managers, coaches, and players might actually start getting it. And there's 10 new umpires this year, by the way, hmm. which is, which is wow. another wow. It's wow. the biggest class of umpires, I think, since the 70s. Man, so you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna where did them. that come from? I, wow. I didn't, I was not aware of that. Yeah, I think it's ten new major league umpires. So, you know, you're going to test the guy to see what he's made of anyway. And I think they're going to try to go letter of the law, certainly in the beginning when it comes to the pitch clock. Why uh, was it means, this again, year? Somebody's going to get burned. Why was this year the time to have an an overhaul like that? I don't know. Huh. Uh, it's a good question. I don't listen. I'm a headline reader at this point, fellas. I've got too much other stuff to read. I, I, if I, I'll see a headline, 10 new umpires, that's good enough for me. I don't even pretend anymore. I, I cheat. Like, I actually listen to audiobooks. I used to read. Like, actually read and do the work. Yeah. I am I am such a slack. I mean, I am really a jake. I, I have just taken other people doing the reading for me. So now I find myself reading more headlines than ever before. The stuff I'm interested in, I'll read. Um, but But if... If it grabs my attention as a headline, that's good enough for me these days. I know a lot of baseball fans, a lot of hardcore baseball fans, and we have a lot of baseball fans Yeah, since we carry the Braves games on this radio station. We have a lot of baseball fans that listen to this show, to this station, and are in this market, as you know. Uh, And most hardcore baseball fans bristle, I know, because I've been around them my whole life. They bristle at change, and I get it. And that's really not just baseball. It's any sport. They bristle with change. Mm -hmm. How – you know there's a AAA team in this market. 
And when we go to when we go to sounds games, since this clock look one, it's a jolt. Like uh, these new rules, which they've been yep. testing in the yep. minor leagues, is a jolt. The first couple times you go, it's like whoa. Mm-hmm. But I'll admit, Chris, uh, you know, as you do it, it's just like the Nets, right? Initially, when you put up the nets, oh my gosh, I can't see the game. Yep. Oh my gosh, I'm, well, I'm going to pay full price for these seats. There's a net in front of me. Nobody's talking about the net anymore. Okay, yep. we adjust. Yeah. We get used to yeah. it. Yep. Since we, this, it's been great for going to Sounds games. Man, it is a, it's a huge difference. I'm curious to see how it's going to translate to the big league level. I am too. And and I can tell you there are pitch clocks. So, again, this facility is is ridiculously good they have four mounds that guys will come out and throw early before they get on the field and all four mounds have a pitch clock behind the catcher so they've you know they're trying to make guys aware even at the side session stuff of what it is i watched live bp for the first time today and there was somebody who was there was not a clock in sight i didn't see a clock because that's not really what this is you don't want to really rush a guy during the first live bp session but I can tell you that I heard once or twice, even when we were in the booth and I had the you know, windows open, okay, keep an eye, you know, think about time. They were telling the hitters more than the pitchers. I think with the hitters, it's, you know, stepping out, it, you're not going to have time. It's 15 seconds on the clock, but you have to be in at 8. I don't, I don't know if people even are aware of that. You have to be engaged as a hitter 8 seconds into that clock. You can't dive in. You can't, you know, you have to be engaged. Because if they're going to burn the pitchers, they want to make sure that the hitters are there, and it's not one of those where a pitcher has to deal with the nonsense of a guy getting in with three seconds left, you know, digging his foot in with three seconds left. So a, little, a lot of this stuff is going to be interesting, and I do think this spring, for the first time ever, I'm going to be curious about things that I've never thought about before. Hmm. I don't care about the time of a baseball game, but I think I might start caring about the time of a baseball game because it's now rule-induced. So let the games begin. I, I think it's – look, I was more radical than that. I don't – Darren, I might have told you the story. We had Dale Murphy in studio, and it was one of those weeks where everybody was bitching about time of baseball games. And I looked at Murphy. I said, here, I'll fix it. Seven inning games. And Dale Murphy looked at me and said, Chris, come on. I've known you 25 years. You can't go to seven inning games. I said, sure you can. I said, the numbers don't matter anyway. I said, the five and dive pitcher, you know, seven inning game, at least if I get five innings out of a guy, I feel it's justified that I'm paying him all this money to be on the mound. Mm. He called me two days later. He said, I, I think I understand. I think I might have been wrong. Seven inning games might be the only way to speed this thing up. Um, so mm. if you have a guy who played in that many games, starting to realize that the numbers are goofy anyway. We're not going to see it grand a game winner. Um, home runs, it got goofy because the baseball was used, the players were used, the bats were used. You know, stadiums were built to have more offense. Three outcome baseball. Nobody cares if you strike out 140 times. It's kind of like, you know what? Seven innings makes sense because at least you can justify some of the prices that you're paying for pitching for guys who aren't even pitching as many innings as they're supposed to, or anything close to what they're supposed to. So this will make it interesting because I do think it's a different way. And I, that's a good word, jolt, because I think a lot of baseball fans are going to be exactly that. You talk to a lot of players, and they're going to get – asked about this constantly they're probably going to get sick of it but especially now and it's still very very early in it but what has been the small probably you know the small window of reaction in talking to players what are they saying to this point anything that's you know that's jumped out to you well 
I, yeah, I think lefties, like a guy like Matt Olson, is not fast. We had Kevin Seitz run out for a pretty long segment today, actually in cages, and Olson and Austin Riley were working after their workout. They went to the cages, so we happened to be in there talking to Seitz about it. And it is interesting. Both guys were taking swings with one hand. You know, one was using a short bat. So even Seitz, who's been around, he's, you know, I, I aged him, unfortunately, because I asked him about if the donut will ever make a comeback you know, the donut for your bat in the on-deck circle. And he looked at me and said, do you think I used a donut? I said, yeah, you ain't much younger than me, brother. <laughs> and then he's like, no, 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 I use that metal, uh, that thin metal heavy pole. I said, oh, I apologize. So it was sort of like asking about the donut, but then we started to talk about drills. I was like, what year did guys start swinging with one hand? He goes, well, some guys did it, but it always was goofy. Now they're all doing whatever it is that works for them. I think he said he's seen about 50 different things in the cages now over the last 30 years, let's just say 30 years, since he started working professionally uh, outside in the coaching capacity. And and there's just more stuff. Guys are willing to experiment more. The big conversation is lefties, a guy like Olsen, who's not very fast, maybe all of a sudden finding, finding that hole, that sweet spot, honey hole, and not have to worry about a third baseman standing out in right field to throw him out. Uh, I think second baseman and shortstops are now into the position of we got to go back to turning the double play sort of the old-fashioned way. So the shift uh, is out. Is that correct? Like you, there's yeah, no more you have of to have that. Two on the left, two on the left, two on the right. There yeah. are other rules. You can play two outfielders um, if you want to, but you can't move your infielders around. Okay. Like you can't be three on one side. Um, so it's two on the left, two on the right. If you want to play two outfielders, because maybe that becomes a thing. Um, Go ahead, try it. I'm sure somebody's thinking about it or experimenting with it or, or writing stuff on napkins to see if they've come up with this evil genius solution, how you can still get some of these guys out. But, yeah, the shift, the, the, the clocks, number one, shift number two, and I think if guys get used to the clocks, the shift is certainly going to be the bigger thing. Talk me through the runner starting on second in extra innings <laughs> here. And because – a, running start, a runner started on second, it's possible for the pitcher to not give up a hit and to get two yeah. outs, and the runner still scores, yeah. and you lose. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I like it. What? I, yeah. I, listen, again, I, I can be a you know, get-off-my-lawn, screaming-at-the-clouds guy. I, I still have that in me. I'm 60. I mean, it's, but, but I, I like this one. Why, sir? Um, so I, I can understand if you told me you started it in the twelfth inning. Like would that would that appease you if you played two extra innings the old fashioned way? I would feel better about it. Okay. But you but would you understand why, whether it's the length of the game so here's why I like it. And I like the idea that it was in the minor leagues before they brought it up. Am I a little bit surprised they're keeping it? Yeah, a little bit. But I like the idea of finding out if I've got a guy, pitcher, who can handle what this is. You're coming in and it ain't clean. Go get guys out. Go get them out. And, and I like that. I just think you put pitchers in the minor leagues in a position to find out who they are. Uh, you know, what's, the, what's their makeup? Can they, can they pitch around something that would piss them off because they didn't create it? They didn't start this problem, but they got to fix it. They've got to finish it. I like that part. And then I started to think, okay, if I like that, maybe I'm going to get more strategy in the game. I, 
I don't know if it's going to happen. Are we going to see guys get bunted over to third? I'd like to see it. I'd like to see a guy or righty go the other way and get that guy to third. I just think there's a chance for more baseball, like baseball plays, stuff. Does a guy actually try to score with nobody out and give himself a chance to be thrown out at home? One out, does he give himself a chance to get thrown out at home? I kind of like the idea that you're just creating more baseball. And I know that doesn't satisfy, especially if you're extremely not happy with this. Again, the bastardization of the game, but I think it creates more opportunities to play more baseball, and it's been the biggest complaint is with the three outcomes, the walk, the strikeout, and the home run. We just don't see enough baseball played anymore. Is that, is that at least – I'm not trying I, to win you over. No, but. no, no. I understand. I, mean, I, I really do get it. I, I don't, I don't want to seem like I'm you know, just – I understand. I'm just having a hard time with it, if, if you understand what I'm getting at. It, it's it's going to take a definite adjustment in just in thought – um, about the entire you know operation here this is it's just not how I grew up and I'm not as old as some other folks out here but it's just it's just not how I thought about the game and how I think about the game so that's so, a, it's a definite adjustment because I'm used to pitchers in trouble and you know you know what I mean when I say that when you bring up guy out you know you're used to him causing a problem for himself or causing a jam yeah. for himself then getting himself out of said jam or having to switch a pitcher to get himself out of a jam but i'm not used to starting the inning with an automatic jam so, so but so again now now i will try to win you over <laughs> let's let's say let's say it somebody doesn't score in the top half of the 10 does see. that change my strategy in the bottom to try to win the game cuz one will win it i like that it's sort of like the two-point conversion or not in football. Yeah, It's sort of like some of the other things that you go, do you want more decision? Let's say you have the heart of your order coming up in the top of the 10th. I got the bottom of my order. Am I going to bring in a pinch hitter, or am I going to try to roll with a bunt and, huh. and try to score? I kind of like the idea that hmm. strategy is that, I mean, that's the cheap and easy word. Yeah. Um, I think it gives you more baseball thinking. What would I do? Why this guy? This guy's never laid down a bunt. Am I going to ask him to lay down a bunt? Uh, I'm not going to do it with my three-hole hitter. I'm not going to do it with my four-hole hitter. Will I do it with my seven-hole hitter? Will I try to win that game because it's now the bottom of the 10 or the bottom of the 11, you know, if, if nothing happens or it's still tied at the end of 10? I, I, I would just like to see baseball people doing baseball things, it just, including the managers. It changes how you think about the closer, too. When you think about – you know, Rivera and then, you know, Eric Gagne, yeah. they, they come in, you know, you're closing out a game. Now they're closing out a game in extra innings with a runner on second automatically. Yeah, but they've also changed the three batter minimum thing is a joke to me. Like, that's the one that makes no sense. You can't, look, even with the shift, I'll tell you this. I, I'm a little bit, I know why they did it. And I, again, I think it's going to create more baseball. But you're telling somebody how they can win or lose a sporting event. You're taking mm. away what I think is my advantage, my big brain, and what I do and how I, you know, I figured something out that maybe we're better at than other people. We shift smarter and better. I don't like the idea that you're actually taking smart guys and maybe putting them on the shelf a little bit. Um, but but the three-hitter the three minimum is the one that I don't get. Like, to me, you're really telling me this isn't a good matchup, but I've got to go with this guy because I like two of the three that he's going to face. And... I, that part I don't like. <laughs> okay. All right, real quick before we get out of here. <laughs> yeah. A couple Braves notes. What One, 
Soroka, what what's how much can they depend on him? What's his status? Is he so is no, he, no, he's he's sort of slow playing it now. He's got a hamstring. Okay. Um did it on the last day before he came down. They're gonna play cautionary tale with him. He looks incredible, like you know, he, he looks like ten million dollars, but he's gotta go he, it's Michael Soroka now, by the way. Have you heard that? No. I was wondering why yeah, you said it, that. It's it's Michael Soroka. Oh, uh, he he has chosen. He's asked to be known as Michael Soroka. Okay, that's fine. Um, th- this happened yeah, while he was down and out for a long time with an injury. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the. I I just think that was his name growing up, and it became Mike up here. And I, I'm respectful enough to go. You know, I don't okay. care what you want to be called. Okay. Um, but he's going to slow play. Kyle Wright got a quarter zone shot in his pitching shoulder. He's going to slow play it a little bit. They're hoping. And he throws Friday. Like, Friday will be the day that let the let the clock start running on Kyle Wright. What will they do and how will they play it? But he's got to get out of Friday, which basically means waking up Saturday and Sunday without a problem. He was mature enough to tell him he got the shot. My guess is if everything goes well, he gets three starts, probably misses the opening series against Washington, but could probably go in St. Louis if it all works out to that plan. So... That's the the two pitchers okay. parts of things to be talked about. Last right one, real quick. You've now lost two gigantic fan favorites over the last two seasons: Freddie yeah. Freeman and now Dansby Swanson. Yeah. How has that been received in your market? Um, they trust Alex Anthopoulos. The Sean Murphy deal, even though it wasn't sexy because he played in Oakland and nobody really knows, uh, he's a really really solid player. I think the leadership thing was the thing talked about. I think between Ozzie, Travis Darno, I don't think that's going to be a problem because it is sort of a turf-free zone, and I don't think there has to be a lot of reeling in. So I think that part is okay. You lose in production. I don't know if Von Grissom can play shortstop. If he can make the plays in the field, I'll hit him ninth. I don't care about his offense. Okay. I think I think they're good enough offensively. What you get from him will be bonus. Uh, but if he can turn a double play and make the play he's supposed to make, still to be determined. Uh, I can live with that. I think left field and DH is, while everybody's sort of honed in on shortstop, I think left field and DH is the place that worries me a little bit more because I think somehow, some way, they'll find a guy who can pick it at short as long as I don't need his offense. Marcelo Zuna, uh, I don't know. I, you know I'm you surprised he's here. Yeah, Eddie Rosario, he's he better fly. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Pillar is the guy. He's only on a minor league deal. Believe me, it's a long shot, long shot-ish for him to make this team. But he's the guy that I'm rooting for. Boy, I really hope he has a spring, and, and maybe he becomes a contender to play in left field almost every day. That would be that would be really good because that guy's a dude. That that guy's a dude. He's just a dude who's been a little bit banged up. He's 31 but banged up. I don't know if you've ever seen. Go to YouTube. Type in Kevin Pillar highlights. I swear to God, do it during this, do it during this next break. You're going to see stuff you're not even going to believe. Hmm. All right, we'll do I'm, that. I'm not kidding. You're not going to believe it. All right. We'll let you get back to the the beach and the sunshine. Or whatever you're going to do the rest no, no, no. of the day. Uh, that is not a that is not a thing right now. Okay. Uh, okay. But it could be tomorrow afternoon when the show is done. We shall see. Okay. All right. Well, enjoy <laughs> All right. your time there. We'll talk soon. Thank you, sir. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Chris Tomino, fantastic. 680 The Fan down.